Welcome to Muscle Talk, where you'll get world champion advice about nutrition and stacking on muscle. Our host, Christine Enville, she's a three-time world champion bodybuilder, an IFBB professional, a food scientist, and a founding co-owner of our podcast sponsor, International Protein. In this episode, we talk about gut health and bodybuilding. We talk about bloat and how uncomfortable it can be, and a new gut relief powder called Gut Shot, which seems to be the answer. So Christine, gut health is a popular topic in body in the bodybuilding scene, especially with all the supplements that people take. They get a lot of bloat, those sorts of things. International Proteins just brought out a, a gut health powder drink, correct? So yes. talk to me about that. Okay, so Gut Shot actually came about because our sponsored athlete, Brandon Ray, suffered you know really, really badly from this particular issue of you know, upper stomach bloat, indigestion, and it's something that kind of came about over obviously a number of years from eating, you know, very large portions to try to, you know, gain all that size. So I think a lot of bodybuilders can relate because they're literally, you know, finishing one meal and then because of the amount of meals that they need to fit in, it feels like that last meal still hasn't really digested and they're ready to start the next round. And that, you know, that can create a lot of problem because, you know, you have to fit it in feels like it still wants to come back up and then you got to try to train and you go to train and you know the food's kind of still sitting high so we um so less to do with the supplements more to do with the food well it's it's definitely more to do with the food um but i do believe that a lot of the um the pre-workouts can also have an impact mainly because the um the composition of those products is, you know, it, it, they are quite concentrated, even though, you know, you're drinking them with fluid. Um, I think the impact on the digestive tract is there's no firm research. I just know that this this issue wasn't an issue, say, 20 years ago before all the pre-workouts came about. And then as more and more people are, are taking these products and they have some quite interesting, you know, ingredients, we don't know the impact on the stomach because, as I said, they are they're not food ingredients as much as they are, you know, amino acids and, 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 um, you know, herbal type things, which are taken at quite, you know, high levels and, you know, potentially interfere with how the digestive process works, interacts with the food. It can also just be a simple kind of interaction where you're, you know, creating say gas from how, you know, an acid and a, and a base are reacting and, and that's creating gas. So those, you know, that they are, I guess, you know, there's not enough, you know, firm research because nobody's kind of looking into that type of thing. But anecdotally, a lot of people do suffer, uh, and even if it's just basic indigestion because of the the high acid levels that are in some of these products and then also the timing that you take them. So you go take it and then you go start putting your body into kind of weird positions with training, you know, leg pressing, you're squishing your legs up against your stomach or squatting and, you know, so it can be that physical plus the extra food plus the supplement so it can be the whole lot together so there's a lot of different things going on here but and and, and obviously that's some you know might as well talk about it now that's actually some of you know just some of the key reasons for digestive dis- discomfort are large portions like classic simple whether you're a bodybuilder or not a bodybuilder everyone experiences it particularly I guess at Christmas and stuff like that where we all eat a, a whole pile and it's like oh man you know I've, I've got you get that little bit of indigestion is it speed of eating as well like well, I, I feel like if I I don't know like I grew up with four boys and you'd eat to survive so you'd eat as fast as you could as well and I feel like doing that you're taking far too much in well funny that you say that because actually that was next on my list oh, right. okay. <laughs> eating too fast yeah 
because essentially you do like you kind of you don't realize it but as you eat you are swallowing air um so you're kind of gulping in air and and when you're going fast a lot more air is going in with that food so yeah eating too fast is definitely another issue now again because you're trying to get to your trading session or because of, you know, you only have a certain amount of time for your lunch break and you're trying to fit that food in, um, then that certainly does become an issue. Certain types of food do cause trouble. So, um, and, you know, this is where I would say mixing like a, your meal plus then you have your pre-workout out on top of that and it just, you know, all combines together. But I used to find myself as soon as I started to diet, I would start to suffer from indigestion because there's a fact where, you know, high fat foods will cause a problem with digestion, but then too low fat foods will cause the same thing because they're very dry. So, you know, your body's kind of trying to deal with these foods which don't have a lot of lubrication and, um, you know, for some reason that always would spark a certain amount of like digestive discomfort and a f- feeling of acidity when I was eating those kind of foods. So, again, people who might eat um, Italian food might find that like a certain combination of herbs plus the tomato just absolutely sets it off for them. So different foods for different people. Um, You know, some people believe coffee can do it, but then research shows that there's no significant difference. But I guess if you're suffering from indigestion from coffee, it doesn't matter what the research says. Like, you know, you know what you're feeling. Stress, believe it or not, can also impact it. So whilst there's... um, all these food factors, there's also the the stress factor. So again, if you've got a lot of pressure on you, or maybe you don't feel it necessarily, but that anxiety and that, which is actually becoming more common these days, will again, have an impact on how you're digesting your food and, and leave you with that feeling of discomfort. Overweight or high body mass. So I guess, again, bodybuilders fall into this category. They're not overweight, but they have a high body mass. So they're carrying more weight and there's obviously more weight pressing on their stomach um so so that is another um you know another impact that can lead to these kind of issues other things are smoking and being pregnant and eating too close to bedtime so again if a lot of people suffer this like right before they either train or right before they sleep and it's because the um you know if you eat and then you go and lay down and then it kind of like allows the food to to rise back up again so that's another thing and then other things like uh, medication like um, anti-inflammatories which again training potentially have injury and you know those types of things are, um, are things which can you know can cause a problem with digestion so that's just I guess summing up where all that kind of stems from uh, so so obviously you know, just coming back to how the product came about, ticking off a few of those things, large portions, um, you know, the speed of eating and all that kind of stuff. We, we, you know, obviously you look to all the normal kind of digestive products like quickies and things which give that instant um, relief, but it's so temporary and it's also something that you, you know, you don't want to have to be relying on forever because it's like a, so I guess a kind of a, a chemical based product. So we're looking at like what can relieve this, um, you know, what looking at, um, you know, can we increase the, um, the good bacteria in the gut, like digestive enzymes work, looking at a whole bunch of different things. And we started to, um, create this little concoction. So we looked at, um, apple cider vinegar. So, you know, whilst um you know talking about the pre-workouts being very acidic you do need obviously when you're digesting food a rebalancing of 
the acidity. So if there's not enough acidity, then you don't digest properly. So that ingredient itself has got a lot of history in, in you know, in aiding digestion and, and being used as a tonic and also you know, actually regulating blood sugar and, um, you know, and, and just being overall um, a good thing to have to kind of prime the digestive system. So looking at something like that to have, um, you know, we, we obviously you included lemon juice for the same reason. It kind of has a, a good acidity, but it also has, you know, soluble fibre, which is, again, very important to feed the right bacteria um ginger because ginger is the classic classic calmative so you know if you have anyone ever have travel sickness or anything like that ginger is like a really good ingredient to to you know to, to calm the stomach um stop that um spasming because a lot of the time like hiccups are involved and and it's just that sort of general like tightening of the the digestive tract so we, we you know we're putting some of that in you know mint because mint's also a you know it's a great um post meal type of a um thing some cultures just they eat it after they've actually eaten to kind of freshen the digestive tract and just help with the overall digestion. You know, playing around with these different ingredients and obviously like the the carbonated effect, um, you know, we were putting it into soda water and finding that what we were trying to do was like get that air out because, and again, I'm sure a lot of bodybuilders relate to this, it's that feeling of... Um, it's like the air is just kind of trapped up high and until you get rid of that, the burn doesn't go away. Mm. Um, so we're trying to get something that like basically attacked that or, or eliminated that and, um, you know, we, we kind of consistently came up with this little formulation that Brandon would use and it would like like instantly just get rid of all of the problem. So... I and said, you managed to make it taste really good too. Well, well, that's well, that was that was kind of the step that came afterwards because we were making this thing like with liquid apple cider vinegar and liquid lemon juice and soda water. Right. You know, he would get to the gym, he'd be like, "Oh man, I've got the indigestion." what do we do? And I said, well, how about we look at something we can create from a powder form where people can, can, you know, basically have it in their gym bag and, and be at the gym, have the problem and take it and get rid of it and then got to get on with their workout. Uh, so I said, look, you know, obviously we do powder blending. Let's look at what we can do. So obviously, you know, we got the powder version of apple cider vinegar of lemon um you know the, the ginger the mint um obviously i didn't mention the turmeric but um you know turmeric obviously being such a great anti-inflammatory part of the reaction that's happening here is obviously the you know the, the esophagus is inflamed stomach spasming so you need something that's you know going to help to to relieve that and that's really where the long-term effect of the product comes in so it has that immediate term release the air, get the problem fixed. But long-term, we're looking at something which also um, is helping to, you know, soothe and, and calm that area. So, yeah, so we basically looked at all the natural um, herbal powders that were around and put it into a format where it was transportable and some and someone can use it, you know, wherever they are. And that's basically what we come up with. And then obviously in that raw form it was kind of very very unpalatable so we looked for like a nice natural berry flavor and and some natural um you know kind of just yeah really natural flavors so that it didn't it complemented it basically um and yeah I think it's a really you know it's a great tasting drink just if you want something quite refreshing but just the feedback that we're getting is that it does give that instant relief mm-hmm. you know allows someone to have that meal feel like it's digested and then be ready to eat their next meal so it's I think for bodybuilders absolutely 
absolutely who are struggling to get the food in, to get the calories in, then, you know, this is a great, great product. And there really um, is high demand for it too. Obviously me being in the marketing scene, I've done a little bit of research in it. You can see so many so many people are searching for something and there's no really good answer out there. Well, 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 that was the, the crazy thing is like, we you know, obviously, you know, Brandon thought he kind of suffered alone um, because no one really had talked about it. And then when we started talking about what we were doing and that, then everyone's like, oh my God, I need that. Like I suffer from that. And I was surprised really at, yeah, exactly how many people are um, are suffering silently, I guess, because. Well, I don't that- suffer for it and I still drink it because it tastes good. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's so good as well. It- so many good ingredients in it. Well, that's, I mean, like it's all natural. Like we've, it's, that's, I mean, it's like natural turmeric powder, natural mint powder, natural ginger powder. So it's things which are going to help with other things as well. Like ginger, mm-hmm. can't get enough of that just from a, an immune boosting perspective and an overall health perspective. You know, the mint is, is, you know, it's kind of like a really good cleansing type of ingredient and turmeric, of course, you know, it's going to help also with joint inflammation, um, so many different things. So it's, and, and as I said, the apple cider vinegar, um, very cool thing about that is that, um, if you had, say you had this before a meal, it actually, as I said, it does actually help regulate the um, blood sugar levels and has been associated with weight loss. Like if people take apple cider vinegar in water about half an hour before a meal, there is an improvement in, I guess, like making you less less hungry um, for people who are trying to, you know, lose some weight. So it has a, has a multi-functional thing. And as I said, the long-term benefit that we're looking at is it actually does improve that situation rather than being like an antacid that kind of just like basically shoves all the acid back down into your stomach and keeps it there and stops you from feeling, you know, feeling that burn, but it's not really doing anything to actually help the problem, yeah. uh, which is what we were trying to do there. But um, So did it, with Brandon, did it actually stop him in his tracks from training? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, so yeah. So get there, it would be a problem and he'd go, no, nah, I can't train today. Yeah. So that, that would have been huge for him, looking yeah. at his size and how he trains and his routines and everything like that. That would be a he'd be pretty upset by that. Yeah, because imagine you've, you're all ready for your training session and you literally can't perform it. And, and yeah, so that's a, a major, major deal breaker in um, or trying to work through and just being in so much pain. Like, again, depending on the on the body part, on certain body parts, yeah, it would be a, that'd be the end of the, the workout. Um, but just so many um, situations too where sleep would be affected because you'd yeah, eat a right. meal. And again, when you're trying to fit so many meals in, often you're eating like right up until bedtime. It's not like you've got a big three hour gap between eating and then going to sleep. So then you can go to sleep. So he'd have to eat and then sleep. And in the minute that he'd lay down and it'd be like, Oh, so, you know, he'd start experiencing all kind of discomfort and then, then you're not able to sleep and that, then that causes anxiety and stress. So it kind of becomes this whole compounding um, problem. And as I said, the, talking, the more people that we talk to, we realise that they, you know, this isn't um, a one-off thing. This is so many people who, who are fit um, and, and healthy but just suffering this problem because of the, you know, the nature of bodybuilding and you are trying to, you know, potentially eat um, more than what, you know, what a, a person who's just trying to be on an average diet. But then we started talking to people who weren't bodybuilders and it's the same thing. It's, it's just fast-paced life lifestyle trying to you know but too much coffee or too yeah yeah, too much coffee but but you know you're trying to rush like a lot of the time it is you know rushing between meetings or rushing and not sitting there yeah yeah so that's the thing I think a lot of people can relate but you know the thing with the gut health is that um you know the 
as I said, gut, it just impacts so many things, not just, you know, in, in life like that, but your whole immune system is, you know, driven by the gut and having a healthy gut. So it's that sort of, you know, this is a this is solving an immediate problem, which is that bloating, um, but it's that long-term effect where we've also have the inulin, which is a prebiotic, um, and having that so that it's kind of supporting the, you know, the gut flora and, and helping that environment be environment be a lot better because so you know so many of the um you know autoimmune problems and as i said you know immune system problems are you know related back to the gut um you know people having issues with metabolic disorder again it's all coming back to the gut so we didn't used to realize you know 20 30 50 years ago how important um the gut actually was and that's why it is becoming such a hot topic because when they say that um you know, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. It's actually the way to a, man, it's just to a man's health or a person's health is through their stomach. Like, Do you, do you know how often I pitch that line to females? <laughs> and they're still not buying you any food, are they? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I did pretty well, especially in high school. All the, all the mums would invite me around and <laughs> I'd clean up. So I did well. <laughs> so, yeah, but it, it's so true. Like, um, you know, your your the, the body is. I guess your stomach's the center of your body. Um, the digestive tract obviously runs from one end to the other, but it literally can. You know, it it can cripple you essentially if if that's not all all working right. So, really, really important. Now, the big question though, and I know that um, po- people are probably going to say this, like, why didn't I put glutamine into the product? Because it's obviously the, you know glutamine and gut health is really really important. Keeping in mind that we are we work under the Australian food regulations, and we are limited in how much glutamine we could put into the product. So I wanted to create a product that was really effective and I would say recommend, you know, for glutamine having about five grams, but we're only allowed to put 1.9 into a serving. So rather than put a, I guess, a sub-maximal dosage into the product, people absolutely can add their glutamine into the the gut shot and have it together or still take their glutamine because obviously the glutamine helps with, um, you know, protecting the lining of the stomach. So it's, again, improving... Um, you know, how the stomach's working or the gut's working, but it's literally the, you know, the food for the cells of the stomach lining. So don't not take your glutamine, but the reason I didn't put it in was because I didn't believe that I could put enough in to make it really effective. So I'd rather say, okay, whilst it may be kind of a little bit annoying to have to buy the two different products, you're probably using glutamine anyway because I've recommended it obviously so many times because it is such a great product. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I kept the two separate to allow you to dose the amount that I believe that you should be using rather than kind of putting a little bit in because the regulations say that, you know, 1.9 grams is all that you're allowed to have, which is, you know, so a little bit behind when it comes to the... That makes sense. Now, tell me, it's um, it's quite a cheap supplement as well. Like each each time you have it, it's only what, a couple of Australian dollars. Yeah. How often should someone use it? Um, and and I know it's for instant relief, but is it actually good to you know have have before bedtime? Yeah. Is, is there a method? If, if you don't suffer like a like someone like myself who I don't tend to have too much trouble now that I'm not dieting, believe it or not, like, yep. um, so you know, once a day, just as a I guess as a tonic, as I said, um. It has, you know, really great ingredients which are just going to help with the overall benefit of health. So have a serving once a day. Even, um, you know, a half serving would be fine if you kind of had, you know, if, if you if you really don't have a, a huge problem, the idea of it is that it is you know for that you know, that chron- or that you know immediate relief. So we you know we ha- we we have to put a limit on and say you know, maybe don't have it more than about three times a day because hopefully like if you're having that much distress, you pro- you may need to look at if you ha- don't have other issues that you know require like actual medical intervention or something. Let's take Brandon for example. Do you know how 
what his habits are around yeah. using it? Yeah, he normally has it a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, so he he all. But just when he experiences the discomfort, as yeah. opposed to he drinks it first thing in the morning and, and then. Yeah, he 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 normally saves it for the discomfort um, yeah. because he, yeah he's he'll he'll go along and then if he if he gets it he just. Yeah, pretty much has it because he knows, you know, either if, as soon as he starts to work out or, um, you know, normally that kind of before bed because that's where he has a you know a major problem where he's had a meal, wants to be able to get to sleep and then can't because of that kind of build up of, of gas. So he he knows he's probably going to be having it every day. Yeah. yeah, just from speaking to him on average as a couple of times a day, he'll have experienced that problem. Um, but I guess, you know, long term we are finding that, it's less frequent, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously the goal as well, that we get to a point where it does become a maintenance thing where you would just drop back to having it, you know, last thing before you go to sleep or first thing in the morning um, because you're just not experiencing that same kind of issue. But as long as people are having to eat big meals, you know, and, and put on their size and that kind of stuff, then they are probably going to find that that's it's not going to get away from that problem because, you know, the volume of food is the volume of food, and if it's if it's that that's causing the problem, even with all of the um, the active ingredients, it's gonna it's still gonna come back to having to give you that space to fit the next meal in. Which is just on a note on that, cardio is the option. Um, I know a lot of big guys don't like to hear that, but cardio keeps the food moving. Like it helps to, um, believe it or not, like you will do the workout and then because you have to replenish the glycogen, it does actually help to keep that metabolism going. So just a little bit of light cardio will help to kind of pull the food through. Um, And, and, you know, that just a, a little tip there for anyone who is trying to gain size, like cardio doesn't burn off the muscle if done it you know done in a nice gentle fashion it'll just help to um to to pull that through but to get away from that gassy airy burny kind of a feeling then yeah gut shots the the best place to look brilliant thank you very much christine no worries ash i hope everyone enjoys that um do warning it does fizz up a lot so yeah it should come with a safety label (laughs) or a warning sign because the first time i used it I, i think i only half filled the glass full of water and it um it fizzed. Fizzed. I was going to say jizzed, but that's probably the wrong word. Yes. Fizzed <laughs> over the over the top of the cup and into into everything. Or you could put it in a shaker and then just when you lift the lid, it goes boop. Yeah. But um, but that kind of just adds to the novelty. But that's the thing. That's what is actually being part of the activity of expelling that air. Yeah. So you know, people take it and you will start you know burping because that's that air. That's the trapped air that's getting out. But that's what's meant to happen. Perfect. Thank you. Cool. Words of wisdom. If you like what you've heard, recognize that these tips, they're free. So show your support by becoming a loyal international protein customer by jumping online, hunt our product down and hit that buy now button. So once again, like, share and subscribe to our podcast so we can continue to bring you these episodes from our one and only Aussie muscle guru, three times world champion, Christine Enville. 